Hey everyone, and welcome to The Huddle. I am really excited this morning. It's early where I am, but it's even earlier where Cheryl Pegas is this morning. But I'm, I'm happy to introduce and eager to introduce Cheryl Pegas to the Walmart family. And she comes to us from a, a, a long career in healthcare, and we're gonna talk about that. But Cheryl, you've had a very exciting career in healthcare at a few places, um, and you're a cardiologist. So you know what, maybe we should start with is uh, talk about you and your journey from, from growing up and, and getting into school and deciding you want to be a doctor. So maybe we should start there, but welcome to Walmart. Thank you so much. Great to be with everyone. I'm looking forward to meeting all of you. So I'm from Trinidad and I moved to the US as a child with my mom. My grandfather had been really sick and we cared for him at home when I was a child. And I remember changing bandages on a wound. Now as an adult, I recognize he maybe had um, diabetes, but because we couldn't afford healthcare, we took care of him at home. So at a young age, I knew I wanted to be a doctor. And so it's how my career started. I was around 12 years old when I told my mom that I was gonna um, be a doctor and I love this work. Wow, that's amazing. So you decided at 12 and I'm sure you didn't start med school at 12. There are probably a few things that you had to do along the way. Um, tell, tell us about the path, you know, for someone that's watching that was on our team or another team who was thinking the same thing, how, how do you do it? Yeah, I, I think so. Some of this, uh, I always tell people it's the support team. Um, so my family and probably my mom is just a force of nature. And my mom's always said, you know, there's nothing that you can't do if you haven't focused on education, um, asked for help and get lots of other people to support you. Um, I, and so that for me has really been key to what I've continued to do. So I came here when I was 12 um, and went to college pretty soon after, did high school. And I had great mentors in high school who looked at what are the things you need to do medicine? So making sure that I completed them in high school and then really advised me on even how to choose a college that was really focused on people who wanted to go to medical school. And so it's really been that it's okay to ask for help, um, but a really strong foundation of being able to go to people and say either I'm struggling, which by the way, I did early in college. I went to a public high school in New York City and I got to college where all of these people had gone to private schools and it had AP classes, which frankly, when I got to college, I'd never even heard of. Um, and in college, my first year, I asked for help. I had a tutor. Um, people knew I wanted to do medicine and I put in the time and effort. I spent lots of evenings and weekends in the library, but by my sophomore year of college, I felt comfortable with my workload, um, the ability to handle it and really have used that to guide me in almost everything I've tried to do. That is a great life lesson. I've, I've got a couple of kids in college right now and, and I tell them something very similar to what you said all the time is go get help, get a tutor, because I did it. We, we all have to. And I think any, any of us find that subject or multiple subjects. I remember a couple of classes I think I took twice. I took the class and then I went straight to the lab and did it again with help. And that's that's part of it. It's part of, uh, and it's part of working on a team like you do now. But I'm, I'm curious with the switch you made at a point in your career, you're a practicing physician, 
um, which requires all sorts of uh, discipline and tenacity and resilience and empathy all at the same time and other things, you know, you could tell us about that. Then you made the switch into business and then business leadership and love to know what, what, what happened in, in your life and your journey that caused you to make that switch. Being a physician is a wonderful profession. You get to treat one patient at a time. When you look at healthcare, however, Healthcare is more than just when someone finally gets to see a physician. It's actually all of the things that occur before that actual connection to a physician to take care of you. It's gotta be the things in your community, right? Do you have access to good, healthy food? Can, is it safe for you to go out and do exercise activities? Can you afford healthcare? Is there something that's accessible in your community? Can you walk to a doctor? Is there transportation? Can you afford transportation? And so those things for me, again, just based on what my family has gone through, and I think what I've learned, it's that that piece of healthcare where you're actually meeting with a physician is probably only about 30% of healthcare. There's this other 70% that we don't really learn in medical school, but we know it's important every time we care for someone. And so that 70% is so much more critical. My hope has been that understanding what it takes to care for someone with a medical condition, and then adding in what we sometimes refer to as social determinants or an ability to improve health equity. Those are areas that seem natural to me. It's how I've lived and it's where I grew up in communities like that. It's where I can probably have a great influence and it's where I've spent my time. Noted in all of these other areas, they're not areas that I trained in. And so for each of my learnings of what does retail health look like? Um, how do you understand clinical studies? They're all areas that I've had to start from the bottom, work my way up, but I really think it's the place that I can make the most difference. You're sitting here in 2021 and, and we have a pandemic that's been affecting us now for about 11 months officially, but really a, a year. And we now have uh, the ability to administer vaccines. So it might be a good place to, to switch to that topic. Um, you, you've come into the company and jumped right into the, the plan and, and our ability, improving our ability to execute distribution and administering the vaccine. But everything you just said will also, I'm sure, play into how quickly people are able to be vaccinated and transportation is important and social determinants uh, of the, uh, not only the health system, but where people live and, and be able to get to a place. But love to talk about vaccines and, and um, what you're seeing nationally right now and what role you see us being able to play in helping people find a path to, to getting access to the vaccine. Yeah, so this is an area that I'm really passionate about. I'm actually passionate about immunizations in general. Um, mm -hmm. And I say that as a cardiologist. I think the, the really important things for us to understand with this is first, that science has guided the development of these vaccines. And more importantly, I think for everyone in less than a year, we have vaccines for a disease that a year ago we just learned about. So just think about that, the speed necessary in doing that, the collaboration from different 
countries, from researchers being able to do this, the importance of understanding the science. And so again, a great foundation for how we do things in healthcare, understand the science, work as a team. These two vaccines that we currently have in use have undergone rigorous studies, 30,000 people, 40,000 people tested, all age groups, all demographics, all race ethnicities, really important as we look at vaccine testing. And what we've seen is that the FDA has looked at the data and determined that these vaccines are 95 to 98% effective. Just think about that. That is an incredibly high number for vaccines. More importantly, these vaccines can be given to everyone. And so we have a vaccine from Pfizer um, that's called um, a vaccine that allows you to begin giving it to someone at the age of 16. You need two vaccines um, to get it, so two shots. And then Moderna's vaccine that you can receive at 18 and older. And again, you need two shots to get it. So one, we have vaccines that are incredibly effective. You need two shots and all of us should get it. And why is that important? It's because this is a disease that we've not seen before in any country. And for us to begin to be able to handle this vaccine, not only be able to not have sick people and people die from this disease, but for us to get back to the lives as that we've lived, it's really important for us to get this vaccine. And so when it's my turn, I'll be getting this vaccine. I'm encouraging everyone when it's their turn to get this vaccine. Walmart plays a critical, critical role in distribution of this vaccine. As we've seen in the last couple of weeks, even with the vaccine being available, it's really challenging for people to get to access points in communities to receive vaccines. Look at where we are in Wal at Walmart, 50 states, over 5,000 sites, open um, on weekends, in the evenings. We are a critical component of vaccine distribution and we've really spent the last uh, number of weeks and I can really honestly say with incredible work by a group, not only within health and wellness, our pharmacists and our pharmacy technicians, but across the company, because this requires technology, great communications for education, training, working with states, the entire company has rallied to do this. And I'm really proud to be part of this work. I think it's really impressive how quickly we've, we've put a plan together to do millions per month and track. And as you said, not only minister, but track and have the second follow-up in place. So it's, it's uh, exciting to see that Walmart is part of this. And, and I'm, I'm, I feel exactly the same way you do. When, when it's my turn, I'll get the vaccine and it, it'll be a while. We, we have prioritized in the country a number of groups and it's important that they go first. I had my first uh, family member over the weekend, send me a text message and they got their first shot and they're really excited about it. And you mentioned the, uh, the efficiency rates, the effective rates, which are very high. And they're even higher when there are two people next to each other who have both had it. So these things, they do tend to multiply and, and they, they actually get better when more of the population's had it. So I'm excited about it. It's also quite a breakthrough for science to be able to, to have a vaccine in such a short amount of time. Normally these things can take years to develop and it was done really in a matter of months. So very, very impressive the, how quickly this happened. You know, one other point is until we have most of the country vaccinated, it's really important to continue to wear your mask. 
and to practice social distancing. So yes, we have a vaccine, but most people have not received it. And so we still have to continue all of the health measures that we've put into place. They do work and it's wearing a mask properly over your nose and over your mouth. It continues to be a really important means for us to decrease infection in the country. It's a small inconvenience given how big of a difference it makes. And, and we all need to do our part to protect each other. I remember early on, early on when we started distributing masks to associates and then changed the policy and requiring it, 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 uh, it's, it is inconvenient, but it's a simple thing. And I always thought of it as my personal responsibility to protect others when I wear a mask. So in case I have it, I'm, I'm doing my part to stop the spread. You also, I know, spend a lot of time uh, working on others and doing things like supporting causes, uh, being a mentor, and, and your point on education is extremely important. It's, and it's never too late. It's never too late to, to start educating yourself or re-educate yourself. I think, I think many people who are successful in, in business and health and in, in, in any field, they're lifelong learners. So I'd love to know about the way you approach learning and the way you approach sharing and mentoring with others. So I'm always trying to learn something new. It's kind of the joy, right, of being able to start off not knowing something, being able to understand it a little bit more. I said, a couple of years ago, I really like um, home design. Um, I like the way it allows you to feel in a space and because it really matters, right, how your space feels. I also like um, educating people on how their space really impacts their health. So if you have allergies, why is it that you would try to avoid carpets, for example? Or if you're someone who has joint pain, how do you really ensure that you've got a space that allows you to continue your activities? So a number of years ago, and the only degree actually I have hanging in my office, so I went back to school um, in Pennsylvania and got my interior decorating um, license. It's a fun one for me, but I have to tell you, I worked just as hard. It felt like getting that as I did any other degree because there's, there's really a lot um, to learn about it. So I say to people, when you're interested in something, you can have it as a hobby, but learning more about it, one, allows you to see how much more there is to it. You respect the people in that field, in what they're doing in that area. And you allow yourself to really continue to broaden your own uh, horizons. So for me, that, that's really important. Um, I do some fun things with that now, but it's a really important way for me to show my children that there's never a time where you can't learn something new. And it is okay to not only do that, but maybe even to now grow greater interest in an area. I'm here today because of those who came before me. And it's a really important that I always remember, you know, um, until the late 70s, um, there weren't really African-American cardiologists who were recognized even by larger societies. And so knowing that people not only were taking care of their patients, but ensuring that there were educational means for people like me to be here today um, really matters. And I'm very humbled um, by that. I also have had incredible mentors. You've heard me mention it from day one. I not only have had mentors who've gotten me to where I am, 
But even as I took on this role, they all called me to tell me the things I should and shouldn't do. So your mentors are yours for life. And then I've got my family. I've talked a little bit about my mom, my husband. I've got this group of incredibly passionate um, colleagues who surround me. And they're always asking, you know, hey, how can we help you? Or for me, right, how can I help them? That keeps me going. It, it kind of keeps me energized. And I get to hear what other people are doing. I truly believe that you can't do what I've gotten the just incredible luck to do without trying to help others do it as much as people have helped me. So my work today, I really focus on how do I help others who want to follow in medicine, the other healthcare areas, and how do I help them not just get in, but feel welcomed and supported and it's about 30% of, of what I do. I, I think I'm at the stage in my career where it's really important for me to, maybe I've been first, but to really ensure that I'm not the last or the only. And so that that's just critical work and a little bit of my weekend work um, as you do these calls and listen and help um, others. But without all of us, we cannot succeed in healthcare. We can't improve health equity. We can't ensure that communities have people from their communities who are providing them healthcare. An easy statement, um, but good work to do. So I love the work and I get to meet incredible people. Well, it's, it, it is certainly inspiring to hear you say all that. I'm not sure how you have the time or the energy. Uh, we. We frequently joke about do people use the right side of their brain more than the left side, and you clearly use all of it and all of all of it all the time. So, uh, Cheryl, I'm grateful you took the time with us this morning and, and uh, extremely excited about the impact you're going to have here at the company and uh, looking forward to making progress with you. As you said, this is hard work, but it's it's worth it because it has the ability to affect people's lives in such a positive way. So Cheryl, thanks for coming on and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Thank you.